What's going on, guys? Welcome into the Queen City Soccer Show. I'm your host, Cole Godfrey. Today, we have a very special guest on the podcast. Uh, one Mr. Jorge Gonzalez, Top Ben 90 himself, is making an appearance on the podcast to talk this upcoming trip to Philadelphia or Chester, Pennsylvania for the match against Philadelphia Union. We really appreciate having him on. Guys, go check him out. His YouTube channel, Top Ben 90, and on Twitter, at Top Ben 90. He does a fantastic job. He is at all the press conferences. He is at the trainings. He gets the good and the good juicy stuff before most people do. And we are very thrilled to have him on. So we're going to drive dive right on into that interview. Hope you guys enjoy. And remember, subscribe, like, and share if you like the pod. Thanks, guys. All right, guys, welcome into the Queen City Soccer Show. I'm Cole Godfrey, and today I am joined by a legend in the Charlotte community, uh, Mr. Jorge Gonzalez of Top Ben 90. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, great, Cole. I'm uh, excited to be on here tonight. Yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on for sure. Um, Charlotte FC coming off of another three points, uh, two wins back-to-back, trying to make it three wins on the try up in Philadelphia. I guess it's not really Philadelphia, it's Chester, Pennsylvania, but – um yeah uh philadelphia's looked good so far this season um they're on top of the eastern conference uh they you know that they, they their style of game we'll kind of get into but uh just your initial thoughts on this weekend coming up and what uh just what you expect to see from charlotte yeah man i think this is going to be uh today our toughest opponent if we take a look at uh the union they've come off of four wins you know or three wins and a tie so they're undefeated very difficult team to beat at home right and I feel like they're not even clicking 100% yet Uh, Ura hasn't really played much for them and Vasquez uh, their two new DP signings haven't even uh, played together so I mean it's a team that knows how they want to play a very direct team they in my opinion have one of the best defenses in the MLS Kai Wagner probably one of the best left backs if not the best left back in the in the league, got players like Gazda in the midfield. I mean, it's going to be our toughest test. And they've got a coach in Jim Curtin who's been with the team for eight or nine years yet now. So it's a team that knows how, how they want to play you. I'd like to call it like a blue-collar team, very direct. And so it'll be interesting uh, to see how we play against them. So, uh, like I said, it'll be our toughest test so far. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree with you 100%. I mean, we all thought the revolution maybe would be the, the toughest coming into Charlotte a couple of weeks ago, but obviously with the Champions League and stuff going on with them, that may have played a factor. I would like to think not. But, um, yeah, I, I'd have to agree with everything you said. Um, Philadelphia's looked really, really good. They're a team that, that concedes possession. They're, they're okay with giving up the possession just to be able to hit you on the counterattack, and they do it very successfully. Um, they have one of the highest shot to goal uh, percentages in the MLS. Um, Bedoya's looked phenomenal as he has the past few years. Um, yeah, so and the way the way Charlotte has played, or Miguel and Hel Ramirez likes to play, obviously pressing, and uh, and so does the Union. Um, the only time the Union have played a team this year that presses is Minnesota in their first game, which they drew. Uh, so I'm intrigued to see, you know, how the press does against Philadelphia and see if we can get some, uh, make them make some mistakes, but vice versa, they're going to be doing the same to us. hundred percent. It's a team. I think, uh, I mean, they just beat their last game. They beat New York city FC and 
possession wise, they only held the ball 29%. Yeah. So that lets you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they just, I mean, you could argue again, the MLS champs just came off of playing a tough champions league game as mm-hmm. well. And so they, but they won two zero. And so, uh, It'll definitely be interesting because one of the things Miguel has also said in a couple of his press conferences is he doesn't care how much possession he has, but he cares what he does with the possession he has, right? It's more of the quality than the quantity. But in this game, I feel like we're going to get a lot of that quantity. But the great thing that we could see from the Charleston games all the way up to now, the team looks way more comfortable playing you know, and so uh, our back line, I feel like, is getting way more comfortable. There were moments against uh, Cincy, you know, where we made a couple of mistakes, but you, you're going to have that in Miguel's kind of high-risk, high-reward type of football. Yeah, 100%. And, I mean, luckily, we've had Kalina back there to be an absolute wall. Um, he's been out of this world uh, uh, so far this season. Um, but, yeah, and and honestly, uh, that's – that's what you need. I mean, if you're going to be playing out of the back, like you just said, you're going to, there's going to be times where you're going to turn the ball over. I mean, we've seen, right. we've seen Fuchs specifically do it in the past, this last game where Kalina saved his butt. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, um, uh, the, the possession, you know, I, I don't know who the quote was, but the possession, it doesn't matter about possession. All that matters is if you put away your chances. I mean, hundred um, percent. it just is what it is. Uh, Miguel uh, had his press conference today. Um, is there any news on uh, Judge Viak? Yep, he was talked about, and he said uh, he expect him in the best case scenario he'll be here in a week. A week, okay. So, uh, okay, that would be great. And I think in terms of his injury, I'd probably say he's 95 percent ready to go. Okay. So I could see him if he comes by next Monday or Tuesday, maybe getting some minutes against Atlanta, maybe fifteen okay. minutes or something like that, which is very interesting as well because. Uh, Yazviak brings in a whole nother dynamic, right? I mean, yeah. we've been most successful. Our two wins have come with us starting a 4-4-2 in a diamond midfield, right? So where does Yazviak actually play in that? Are yeah. we going back to a 4-3-3? Could he be playing maybe a 3-5-2 and using him as a right wing back, which, I mean, Poland does. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting. Uh, a lot of our players, I feel like, are slowly starting to step up which makes it more competitive for positions, which is a great thing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and, I mean, just the the growth from D.C. to now, I mean, it, in D.C., man, when we were playing out of the back, I was holding my breath with every <laughs> pass. Now, like last week against Cincinnati, man, it, it just looked fluid. It looked like – it looked you could see Miguel's handprints all over this team. 100%. And, and it is – and I honestly, you know, we, we've – we were unlucky the, the first three games. Um, you got beat by the Galaxy on a Golasso. I mean, just a world-class goal. It is what it is. Um, and, obviously, the D.C. United game, you had some 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 things go against you. Uh, the Atlanta United game, another deflection off, you know, that in the in stoppage time for heartbreak. And But from then till now, this team has gelled. And, obviously, getting those reps in together at training, be, being with each other day in, day out, uh, and buying, it, buying into Miguel's system has been – you know, it's been great to see. And uh, I think I think this coming weekend, I think that we do – I think we do go up there and I think we steal a point from them. Um, I'll be honest. I think that – I think it'll be a back-and-forth right. game. Um, but I, Philadelphia is good, man. They're uh, – like you said, they're going to be our toughest test yet. Um, yeah. Spiderski, I mean, can he continue his form? Uh, 
Uh, ben Bender's been sensational, uh, obviously. Um, but yeah, so if I, if I could drag two keys out of the game for a Charlotte three points, what would that need to be? What would need to happen for them to bring back three points? I think we need to be composed defensively. Like you said, especially if it's a team that's going to press, we can't have moments like we had against Cincinnati. Honestly, like we we've been unlucky on other games, but this game in particular, I feel like we were lucky, you know, sure. Acosta was driving that ball uh, in that first half, especially the first mistake that Fuchs made, he gave a perfect ball to Vasquez to put it away. And he gave another great through pass. I can't remember the name of the striker, but he missed a one-on-one with Kalina as well. And then Acosta had another shot outside the 18 that uh, you saw Kalina save as a one-handed save. So, I mean, like we, yeah. we were pretty lucky not to at least go one, one by the end of that first half. So we're going to have to be more compact defensively. And I think that partnership that we have up front has been very, very effective. Like, Rio does a lot of the dirty work for uh, Carol to get into the yeah. spaces that he needs to be at. So if we can continue that, Ben, just being Ben, honestly, yeah, for sure. how good he is, I think that'll be the key to our game, being compact defensively and that partnership that we have up front being effective as well. Yeah. Um, something else Miguel touched on today at, at the press conference was consistency. Um, and with any expansion team, whether it be Charlotte, Atlanta, Nashville, it doesn't matter, Inter-Miami. We've seen recently Inter-Miami and Cincinnati have the most struggles. Um, Atlanta's kind of been the anomaly with coming out and immediately having success. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you, you know, I'm a diehard Charlotte FC fan. I did not see us having six points. And if we did have six points, I didn't see us taking three off of the revolution before, the, obviously before the season. And right. so, like you said, I, I think that, that they're starting to be more consistent. Um, that the the net, the last two games they've been extremely consistent. They put away their they've been clinical in the box. Um, obviously that's on Carroll. Um, but I agree with you uh, about Rios as well. Rios has kind of been that unsung hero. You know, it would have been nice to see him put away that 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 perfect yeah. chance he had last week. Um, definitely for his I think for his morale. But uh, yeah, um, that I guess my two my two my biggest key of the game would be consistency. I just think that. Love that. You know, I, I, Miguel touched on it, and I think he hit the nail on the head. Um, My favorite thing that he said, too, was, uh, like, he's like, I'm not sure about others, but I think we're becoming a team that's very difficult to beat, right? Like, yeah. even if we're, like, we're not favorites this weekend, mm -hmm. but I think the union know this is going to be a very difficult game if we want to win it. And for an expansion team that's five games into the season after Miguel says that we're screwed, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's a colossal leap. Like mm. to go from there to where we're at now, where like teams are taking us very seriously based, not because we're getting results, but the style that we've yeah. played, it's been consistently getting better, mm -hmm. right? Which I think speaks monuments. And I think tonight the MLS just released their best 11 of the month and Kalina was in there, right? Mm -hmm. So, Which is crazy to me. Like we've got a quality goalkeeper, right? Mm -hmm. Could be one of the best, if not the best MLS goalkeeper. Yeah, for we sure. We have a striker in Swiderski, right, who's showing he's a DP-level striker, full four goals already in an assist. And what's crazy as well is, as an expansion team, we drafted a guy in Ben Bender, who, in yeah. my opinion, has the potential to be a U.S. men's national team uh, player in the future. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, 
from where we were, were five, six weeks oh, yeah. to where we're now, night and day. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, Ben Ben has been um, – since he came on uh, in, uh, in D.C. as a substitute, man, he has taken the bull by the horns. And, I mean, it's his job. That, that's his role now. Yes. You know, if you want that, you're going to have to come take it. And I don't think – I don't see anybody taking it. Um, and, like, he – I think, in my opinion, he's, his best position is more uh, uh, in the center. Right? Yeah, central. Yeah, Create, creating. Um, but against Atlanta, he threw him on the left wing, and I mean, he looked great. Yeah, you know, and he gave an amazing cross to Carroll, who, in my opinion, should have done better on his finish. Yeah, straight at him, yeah. But like, I mean, the kid is so much quality, and he can play with both his right and left foot, and he's left footed. So, yeah. I mean, the the potential is just there. Like, just. It's crazy to me that our first draft pick is this quality. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, how, and, how, how rare is that? Oh, for sure. And and how think about how we still have Jaws coming in and we still have another DP slot. I mean, you, you know, so this, this team has a real possibility of taking another leap and taking yeah. another stride. I've, I've been preaching that since the beginning. If we can stay between seventh to tenth place, um, going into the summer, maybe we add another DP player. Um, by then, Miguel's going to have a good idea of his squad and where he would need the most reinforcements. So a couple of weeks ago, he said he wanted somebody more physical in terms of uh, in the midfield because we didn't have that physical athletic presence. He brought in Derek Jones. Let's yep. see what Derek Jones can do, right? And so I think that seventh to 10th till the summertime, add another DP or even like Vinicius Mello. He's still not even uh, back from his injury. Yeah. Right. So there's a, a solid chance, in my opinion, if we stay within that, uh, within that range, we can actually make a playoff run, which Dude. would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I was getting, you want to talk about, you want to talk about over, overperforming. If you make it, if, if Charlotte does find their way into the playoffs, um, you're you're gonna have to open open the upper deck back up at Bank of America. I mean, hundred oh, percent. Yeah, and uh, but I mean that that's dreamland right there. I mean, we have to obviously we just got to keep seeing the consistency, and I yeah. think we will. I, I, you know, I've when when the club made the announcement that Miguel was going to be the coach, I kind of went back and did. Uh, I actually did an article on him and just kind of dove into you know his past and. The, I think the guy's going to be, and he's already showing that he's a quality, 100%. quality coach, and. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the, the trajectory, trajectory yeah. that we're headed. Um, that's why yeah, at the beginning of the season, that's one thing that I said, even with everything that was all the negativity that was around the club, I was like, the one shining light I can see us even like doing well is because of the coach that we've had. I mean, he's proven that he can do more with less. Yep. Independiente del Valle was not a great, great team. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But he... He potentialized the young players that he had and there was a system and uh, like the players had to cater to the system, not the system catered to the players. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what ultimately made him successful. And we're starting to see that with Charlotte as well. Yeah. And, and, and it with Independiente that he, he was, he didn't have nowhere near the resources he has in Charlotte. Exactly. And so, you know, having, having the, the club support him and the fan support that's been behind him so far, and, you know, with them letting him kind of go out and pick and choose who he wants to bring in, the, the, the sky's the limit. Um, yeah, and one thing that uh, I guess we don't get to see as much 
that I really love about Miguel, man, he's such a great motivator, such a great mm. man motivator. Like he's yeah. like, he's a very expressive coach, you know? And yeah. even like I did an interview uh, for a podcast I did, I'm doing with Chris Hagart. Mm-hmm. And I asked him about that tonight. He's like, man, like Miguel, like sometimes you just feel like you would want to run a, a brick wall through him. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, that speaks volumes of the type of coach he is, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I was, uh, I joke around on Twitter when they when uh, they kind of the you know the the club they post on Twitter these like these sentimental things or like these slow motion things that kind of tug at your heart and uh, I, I put all there I'm like it was a picture of Miguel I was like I'd die for this man <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like like legit man you you just you want to play for him and you know you want to root for this guy he's he's just hundred percent so uh yeah man um his honesty and transparency is so refreshing man yeah you don't see that very often I mean you really you truly don't because you, I just love – I love the brutal honesty. I love it. Just didn't be straight up. We're screwed. <laughs> I mean, just just be straight up. I, I appreciate that more as a fan. I mean, honestly. Um, 100%. And then you start seeing what he's actually doing. You're like, okay, we have a quality coach. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, man, I'm going to get you out of here. But before we let you go, do you have a prediction this weekend? Have you thought about it? Which, which, which way are you leaning? I have, man. And on, I got to be honest with you. I think we're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After all those great things I said about Charlotte. Man, Philadelphia, just, it, they, they've been playing together for eight. They, you said yeah, the coach bro. has been there eight years. Great team. They've got yeah. their midfield is freaking amazing. And they play the same system, a 4-4-2 with a, a diamond shape. Yeah. They have the best, probably the best defensive line in the MLS. Two clean sheets the last two games. Mm. And their two DP signings haven't even played together yeah. yet. So they, they're not even together. And I think that we they could do a lot of damage to our defense. Yeah. And, and- so I see uh, – I'm hoping for a 1-1. Realistically, I can see us lose 2-0. Yeah, for sure. In my opinion, if we play a great game, I just want to see us play a great game to continue that consistency, right? Yeah, right right now, I mean, obviously it's always going to be about results at the end of the day. But right 100%. now, it's it to me, even more than that, it's again seeing that that next step. That even it's a baby step, just take that next step. Yeah. Um and yeah, I mean, I would like to say, like I said, I, I think that we can go take a point. I think that we 100 I do, too. I think we can. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, I don't think we will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and people don't realize the Union have lost six home games since 2018, I think it is. Yeah. And, and, and so how are you, you know, you know, it's it's one of those things. You're an expansion side. You're not favored. And honestly, you're not favored. Use that, you know, get, get that little chip on your shoulder. Yeah, go out there and show them, you know. That's why, like, to me, like, especially – uh, there's a statistic that shows like every new franchise out of the first 10 games typically get around 10 points, okay. which, you know, we're five games in and we have six, right? Yeah. So honestly, if we pulled, you know, a tie here and a win against Atlanta, there's your 10 right there. Yeah. If not, we have uh, which is why to me, it was so important to beat Cincy. I was like, honestly, I don't care how well we play, which we played well, yeah. The thing I wanted the most was three points because these next four games that we have are very difficult. Three away in Atlanta at home. So yeah, for sure. Well, uh, again, man, uh, like I said, he is top top bin ninety. Uh, he has a great YouTube channel. Follow him on Twitter. He you know he he goes to the press conferences. He tweets them out. He does a fantastic job. Um, I really appreciate you coming on, Jorge. I appreciate you having me, man. It's uh, some great stuff that you're doing over there, bro. So keep it up. All right, man. I appreciate it for. Jorge, I'm Cole. We'll see y'all next time.